0: Yes, that's right, folks. We are back with the Le'Veon Bell Likes the Hot Box podcast. Episode number two, week number three of the NFL season is over and in the books. And uh, I'm excited to be back. And I'm also excited to be back to share with you a co-host for this episode. None other than the manager of the Bangkok Face Riders, Zach Roberts. Zach, welcome.
1: Good evening, Le'Veon Bell, Fantasy League. It is absolutely my pr- honor, privilege to join my former roommate, the best man in my wedding, Mr. Michael Boyer. How are you, sir?
0: I'm doing great. Thank you for that little uh, little shout out there. I appreciate that. Yes. It's, uh, how many years have we lived together? College for four years. College
1: for four college, years. College at least so, five years, and the fact that we lived together for five years without hating each other Incredible. is a true accomplishment.
0: Just because we're Not a, many can say that. We're just distinguished men of culture is what we are. So
1: Well, we are more chill like that.
0: Yes, we are indeed. Okay. Zach is going to be joining me as co-host, potentially for the season, depending on uh, league and listener feedback out there and uh, we also have potential for other co-hosts or uh, guests if anybody wants to come on to the pod uh, in the coming weeks you know we still it's still a long season there's 14 weeks in the regular season uh, for fantasy plus the playoffs so still got a lot of time we're going to be doing this every week uh, at least try to um, so yeah if anybody has um, more feedback on segments that they'd like uh to see anything that we don't cover this week we're going to add in a little bit this week to see if you like it let us know if you like it let us know what works what doesn't work let us know what else you want to see um and if you want to be a guest just reach out um so with that we'll go ahead and get started with week three of the nfl season and the fantasy season in the books guy how'd you feel this week
1: Well, you know how I felt, Uh, the Bangkok face Riders laid a bit of an egg, but uh, we'll get into that all around though, man, looking at the scores, it's a pretty dud week across the league, all those scores this week.
0: Yeah, it was was a bit of a strange week, I think only a couple teams in the hundreds, everybody else uh, in double digits, not breaking the 100 score point mark, which honestly is kind of the trend for the season so far this year. Um which is kinda weird. Uh a lot of running backs the running back play has not been great this year, to say the least.
1: <clears throat> uh, especially uh, first round running backs. Uh major L, whoever took a running back in the first round. For now. We'll see.
0: Not me, but um my Justin Jefferson pick in the first round is, is uh not paid out the last two weeks.
1: Two uh minutes. Mr. Donald Foley is uh really the only uh Guy that can be happy with this first round uh, pick right now, honestly. Yeah, with Cooper Cup. Yeah, Cooper's been the only consistent
0: player, honestly. Not even Jonathan Taylor; Uh, he's been good. But okay, all right. That's we're just talking about draft picks now. That that honestly could be another episode. We'll kind of talk about that later. But let's go ahead and get started. Segment number one, just like last week, we're gonna run through the matchups and the scores from week three. And we'll go ahead and start with let's start with your matchup guy because
1: uh, yeah get the pain <laughs> out of the way
0: because I like this one personally after everything I said last week about uh, Taylor made Alex Rutherford and his, uh, it's still it's still all true his terrible team uh, putting up still the true. most second most points this week 114 9, 115 points for for Alex
1: uh,
0: versus your sad, whimpering 82 performance.
1: Yeah, it seems to be a trend with uh, people putting up pretty decent or above average league scores against me this year. Kind of annoying, but just how
0: the cookie crumbles sometimes. Yeah, But yeah, uh, 115 for Alex, 82 for you, guy. Um, David Montgomery getting hurt you know, a couple plays into the Bears-Texans game was not ideal for you. Um, even though Javante Williams and the Denver Broncos um, for Alex are just abysmal. Um,
1: but you don't like to see that. That Dave Montgomery really hurt seeing that Khalil Herbert went off for like, what, 150 yards and two touchdowns and had like 27 points on Jared's bench. So, you like to figure he would uh, put a Maybe not that much numbers, but you know, similar numbers, a little less, and would have put me closer. But
0: yeah, you can hope that that was a really good matchup. Uh, yeah, you know, against the Texans defense for David Montgomery. So it's sad that you didn't have him. But Tyreek Hill putting up a dud after an incredible performance last week. Michael Thomas getting hurt. Uh, Rashad Bateman catching two passes. Buffalo defense finally coming back to earth. It's really uh, disappointing after uh, the 152 points or whatever that you put up last week. But on the other side, I mean, Alex, finally, his team finally coming out with some points.
1: Yeah, we see Mark Andrews with a big game there. Kind of expect that. Lamar just... Loves him. I mean, that's almost all he throws to, I swear. I mean, you get, I mean, Rashad Bateman having two, two catches, not even like a target until the second half. He's probably going to be big all year, considering that Lamar's looking like an early MVP candidate, to be honest. He might have to carry Alex's team, looking at the rest of his roster, who actually didn't perform too terribly this week.
0: No, actually, Alex uh, did a pretty good job picking his, uh, Picking your starting lineup this week, uh, Adam Thielen getting a touchdown, Tyler Lockett another decent performance, Jahan Dotson only two points after starting the starting the year strong, but uh, Sam can't really be said for you, Zach. That bench, that bench is looking spicy. Honestly, did that bench put up more points than uh, your total starting lineup did?
1: <laughs> Damn near close. I it, mean,
0: it might have. I'm gonna go take a look at that
1: that up real quick. I'm not really that mad because you see a guy like Cordell Patterson who he's kind of boomer bust. Like he had four points last week, twenty the week week one. I mean, I mean I gotta consider going forward for him to be a play at flex or even R B two. But Chris Olave breaks out, has a good game. Maybe that's partly because Mike Thomas got hurt. Um that,
0: Oh my lord, ninety five points on your bench
1: yeah, that's that's a tough one to swallow.
0: 82 from the starting lineup. Well, folks, uh first matchup that we're rolling through this weekend. It looks like we might have the uh shitty manager of the week. Might might just be. We'll see. We'll get through the rest of these and then uh we'll make our pick, but not not great guy. Not great at all.
1: It is. We'll move to we'll move on to week 4. Get him next time.
0: All right. Second matchup, we'll move on to Jared Miller, Amon Ra, the sun god, versus Donald Foley, team Foley, team Foley, which apparently uh, only means business and is not going to be changed this year. So, Donald, do what you need to do. But uh, after saying that this week, team didn't really perform. I don't know if you actually mean business or not.
1: Yeah, this was a stinker of a matchup. 86 points out of Jared. 82 from Donald, disgusting performances from both teams.
0: Honestly, neither of them should have been granted a win.
1: Nope, I agree.
0: I'll take a win. Jared, you're lucky. Just sat your defense after not needing the Giants on Monday night, who actually ended up with negative one points. So (laughs) that would have brought the score to 85 to 82, which would have made it closer. Um, Khalil Herbert on the bench. David Montgomery's day today, though, uh, we'll kind of touch on that looking ahead but little Herbert we know that last season he performed well when David Montgomery was out um, and with Alvin Kamara just looking like absolute dog shit this season I don't know what you're going to do Jared you got some tough questions uh, moving forward in the season Amon Ra also getting hurt didn't he did he get hurt guy
1: he did. Um, I did not watch that game. He is questionable. Um, I guess apparently a right ankle injury. That might be concerning going forward, as he, uh, he's been Jared's top performer yeah. this year.
0: But he's got Christian Kirk, who the Jags have been a surprise this surprise season. Surprise team. Kirk, Christian Kirk really kind of carrying that offense, honestly. People
1: were dogging that, that signing of the offseason got huge money, and he's. He might be living up to it. He
0: might be, he might be, he might be. And, uh, after me claiming Donald have these having the scariest roster on paper last week, that eighty-two points. <laughs> love that you took Russell Gage out of the flex spot, Don. <laughs> Put up eighteen. Don, and seven th- this, this,
1: is, this is why you can't listen to Michael Boyer. I, I, yeah, th- that should be your. Yeah, I told you. That I'm should be self, your one time.
0: I'm a self-jinxer, so anything I say, just the
1: opposite's gonna happen. If you want to listen to anyone, listen to Zach Roberts of the Bangkok Face Riders, the former uh, defending champ of this league.
0: Yeah, but can we say that after your after your starting lineup performance this week? I don't know if we can say that. It's pretty pretty bad management. Uh, touche. All right, all right, we'll move on. Next, uh, Hunting Chubbs, Dolan taking on. Your commissioner put it in reverse, Terry, and I broke 100 this week after not doing it last week.
1: Um, hey, that's a second week in a row that that uh, Dolan's looking like uh, he's do he's looking like a team that could challenge. Honestly, I mean Lamar.
0: Lamar, Lamar's a freak.
1: I mean, dang near 40 points again. Yeah, I mean, he he's that's, someone that could carry that team the yeah. whole season if he could stay healthy.
0: Yeah, Lamar will carry you through a season, uh, like you said. If he can do that, I mean, tripling my Jared Goff performance uh, at QB, which really just put me in a hole. But I mean, the rest of his lineup, he, he he's got some lesser name players who are putting up decent performances this week. One twenty four is a great score. Allen Robinson though, three point three points again. Austin Eckler still struggling. The Four carries for how many yards? Four carries for five yards. That's five yards. So I mean, he's huge in the passing game, but I don't know, I'd be scared. I'd be scared if I was the one yeah, at least it's third... it's Nick Chubb to make up for
1: it. Dolan's gonna need that uh, those receptions to to make Eckler even playable if he's gonna be getting those type of carries. Um, but Alan Robinson getting Another lackluster performance, you know. Matt Stafford likes his white receivers. Mm-hmm. Concerning going forward.
0: Yep. And uh, on the bench, just looking at the bench again, Tyler Boyd with, you know, one of his three or four games every year where he puts up 100 yards and a touchdown on four catches. Crazy. <laughs> That's classic
1: TV. Classic it TV.
0: It really is. And, uh,. Looking at my side, again, Justin Jefferson, 2.9 points, three catches, 14 yards, just...
1: It's the receivers I laid down here. You you get 14 out of Zeke, you get 17 out of Damian Pierce, which going into the week, you think those running backs are your weak spot. Well, I was
0: excited about Damian Pierce, actually, and he looked good. Granted, I didn't actually get to watch any football this week. I just put that as a disclaimer. I was driving to St. Louis, but... I uh, pulled Red Zone up on my phone and had it plugged into the car audio and listened to Scott Hansen for for five hours on my drive up here, which was pretty great, but I didn't actually get to like physically watch any of the football with my eyes, so I didn't get to see anything but can we talk about T. Higgins catch for a second that called got called back not not called back, but it was just called incomplete, stepped out of bounds.
1: I was under the impression that you only had to get the uh the toes.
0: Yeah, what is this? I saw a picture of this when I when I got here, and I see T. Higgins catching the ball like an absolute stud, and getting two two feet, his toes, getting his two toes in bounds in the back of the end zone, with no other body, no other body part hitting the white line. And it it goes to review, and they still don't call it a touchdown. I, I'm gonna have to look into this or something, because I know you've told me apparently, if the heel hits out of bounds. And this is what Scott Scott Hansen said, too. If the heel hits out of bounds, it's not a catch. Well, yeah, I, just, I mean, I, that's this
1: hasn't always been. This, like, as kids, the thing I can remember, or the play I remember in my head, is that Santonio Holmes, touchdown, catch, and, like, Super Bowl, wherever, like, Steelers, oh, yeah, Cardinals. Against the Cardinals, yeah. He's toe-tapping there in the end zone. Yeah. This has to be, like, a new rule. I mean, maybe it is. Uh, who knows?
0: I don't know. I would have loved a touchdown there, though. Not that it would have helped me, but Justin Jefferson killing me. Devin Singletary sitting on my bench getting 19 and a half. I, I take that it. I like it. It could be a flu. For, I'm rooting for my players, but, I mean, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see moving forward. I'm still scared of my lineup. Probably still in the trade market. Will be in the trade market for a while. We haven't had any trades yet, but... Yeah, my roster, it's just it's scary moving forward. Um, okay, moving on. Next matchup. Waddle down to Lambeau. Eric Egan versus Cooking Up and ETN Dubs. Jeremy Barrows with some hot shade thrown last week before the matchup started by Jeremy. Subtly, I don't know if on purpose, but uh, noted by Eric and... Taken into account by the fantasy football gods in reference to Monday night's game.
1: C D Lamb with comeback. Clutch, clutch Monday night performance.
0: Fourth quarter, Eric down, C D getting that touchdown and Saquon even putting up twenty and a half, but still not enough as as Eric takes down Jeremy one thirteen to one oh six. It's gotta be tough for Jeremy. He was salty in the chat last last night. Miles Sanders finally not putting in a decent performance, only 4.9 points. Mario Cooper, got to start him, Jeremy. It's two weeks in a row. I know it's Jacoby Brissett, but got to start him. Who else do you throw
1: to if you're Cleveland? Yeah, no. Baby. Not much there.
0: Donovan Peoples Jones, maybe. Maybe. But on the other side, Eric, AJ Dillon had to start this week because you don't have any other running backs (laughs) tough matchup against the Bucks 4.8 points but you still pulled it out Lane Thomas too was your tight end you had Tunyon on the bench you got more Dalton Schultz didn't play but looks like he might come back this week Uh, we'll look ahead to that in the week 4 matchups Um, but all around this was probably one of the best games of the week decently high scoring one of the higher scoring of the week and yeah exciting Last night, Dalvin Cook getting hurt though, dislocating his shoulder. Is that right?
1: I believe so. But I mean, that's a that's an every year thing. When you take Dalvin Cook, you kind of have to expect uh, he's going to be missing four to six games a year. I, so um, I don't even know if he's. Gonna I hope miss you have time, Madison. But
0: uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll get into that again about him missing time
1: potentially. Correct.
0: As we look forward to the forecast for week four, but Jeremy got a solid ro- got a solid roster, but just couldn't get you over the hump. Kyler Murray. Man, the Cardinals look terrible this
1: year. He's gotta stop jinxing himself. That's what it is. Yeah,
0: this is true. This is true, Jeremy. You're taking one out of my playbook. <laughs> Self jinxes. Nothing better. Alright. Then the albino polar bears, Matt Kent. Versus Michael Pappas and Chase Jam. Um. again probably another exciting finish another one of the best matchups this week chase jam looking to go 3 and 0 perfect season so far and he got that 96.96 to 101.68 came down to last night what was it that def was it the defense score last night that had that happen
1: yeah so yeah Dallas Michael had the, uh, the Dallas defense left, yeah. Got that interception and the game. They held on, night. yeah. They held on. Got a little bit dicey there at the end. If uh, Danny Dimes could have put a last-second drive in, but it's Danny Dimes. You know, He, he was never going to do
0: that. Back-to-back primetime weeks of terrible performances from the QBs. Kirk Cousins last week, Danny Dimes this week. But uh, another terrible QB is the guy sitting on Matt Kent's starting lineup at QB. Let's ride. Right. Russell Wilson.
1: I mean, this is he's, this is bad. He's, he, he, he looks he looks really bad, and they just gave him a bag. And if I'm that Denver GM, I'm a little bit nervous. If I'm, Matt Kent. Nervous. If I'm Matt Kent, I'm, if I'm, Matt GM, King, yeah. I'm, I'm very nervous. Yeah. 100. Might be looking at the, uh, might be looking at the waiver wire for quarterback. Maybe a, maybe a trade. We'll see.
0: Potentially, I don't know if there's going to be QBs out there to trade right now, but.
1: You do like to see Derek Henry get going. Um, maybe that. I put a little bit of confidence in the Matt. See him get a touchdown. getting 22 points as long as, uh, as well as Kyle Pitts doing something. Um, yeah, getting 11 getting a I Yeah. So. Yeah. You can take a little bit from this week for Matt Kent. Uh, fix fix some of those holes, like a quarterback. Um, maybe uh get get your team going.
0: Maybe he needs to start Brees Hall or Ramondre Stevenson. It seems like Aaron Jones, Derek Henry, one of them doesn't perform. They flip flop each week. I mean, but again, it's it's like that where we opened the show and said, you know, the top running backs just aren't performing this year, right?
1: And Aaron Jones has always been one of those players Well, he'll pop off for 30 points and then, then he'll just have a game where he does nothing.
0: nothing. Romeo Dobbs, though, on the uh, receiving end in Green Bay with his first big performance of the year, 17 points, eight catches, 73 yards, and a touchdown. Fluke? Uh, I wouldn't call it a fluke, but moving forward, what do you think about that guy?
1: Um, I don't know if it's a fluke. I think it's uh, it's promising. I mean, he's got one of the best quarterbacks of all time thrown to him, so you figure he's gonna. I mean, yeah,
0: he's one of the only receivers there. <laughs>
1: right. I mean, it's not going to be a one-off, but you like to think he he would be able to put that up. Similar numbers at least a couple times, couple more times this year.
0: Yep. Yeah, potentially, potentially. So Matt, maybe you found yourself a little gem there on the waiver wire last week. But uh, yeah, so that's the matchups. Reviewing the matchups for this past week, and uh, like I alluded to, um, Zach, you are the shit manager of the week. You are the loser of the week. 82 points, low score by .1. I gotta say though to Donald, Donald put up 82.1. You put up 82 flat. Uh, but it's <laughs> your bench. Your bench outscoring your starting lineup. You hate to see it.
1: Yeah, to defend myself, I don't think I ever was gonna play Devontae Smith or Chris Olave, who each put up nineteen and twenty six respectively. So not too upset at myself, but uh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to make some changes going forward.
0: Yeah, and Cordero. Running
1: over once again. Yeah. I think he's what I think I looked it up, he's third in the league in rushing behind Nick Chubb and Saquon, ahead of Jonathan Taylor, the number one overall pick. That's crazy. Which is crazy, so he might be he might be the play at RB two or that second flex. He might have to squeeze into the lineup. Crazy, crazy, crazy.
0: And then the winner of the week this week. We're actually gonna we're actually gonna share it. We're gonna give it to Jared Miller for his disgusting eighty six point win against Donald this week. Uh, really just an ironic winner of the week because you didn't deserve it. But you ended up in the win column anyways. So congratulations. Again, you needed it. Your team is trash, Jared. So I'd be scared. He's
1: finally getting the luck, though, after, what, four years of uh, finishing dead last? Maybe three. Three. Maybe three. Dead, yeah.
0: Well, not He's dead last, but in, in the bottom. In the bottom half, of the playoffs. Yeah. No. And then splitted, split... Splitted is not a word. Split with Alex, who I was just ragging on last week for his team. Which is still terrible. Your receivers still make me want to vomit. But you got your first win this week. 115 points. Second most in the league this week. Mark Andrews putting the team on his back. And uh, for that, we're also going to grant you as a winner of the week. So congratulations. And for taking down Zach. Who, uh, guy, you were talking trash this week with Alex.
1: Eh, I stand by my comments. His team's still trash. (laughs) I'll see him. I'll see him later on. We'll see.
0: It is. Yes. It's just one week. Again, it's only week three. It is. Luke week. Luke performance. Mm -hmm. All right. And now moving on to our next segment, a new one this week, one that was requested a little bit, uh, which is to touch on the real life NFL around the league. And I want to start actually with um, the teams that everybody cares about in this league, which actually is kind of funny that you know, there's 10 of us in this league, and there are, I think, only six teams that everyone roots for. So we have you and me with the Bengals. Um, mm-hmm. I don't believe there's there's not another Bengals fan in here.
1: I uh, don't no, think so.
0: Don't think so either. Jeremy, Jeremy, you might be a transplant Bengals fan. I know you love some of the players, but you're still classified as a Lions fan, along with Jared and Michael Pappas, three Lions fans.
1: That's a crazy a week, stat. Which
0: it's crazy. I, you just don't okay. get that every week. Three Lions fans? You're kidding me.
1: I feel bad for them. They're kind of that's, good this year, though. They are. I mean, they're promising. I like, I like the team they're building.
0: Tough, really tough week this week against the, against the Vikings. Looking so good, and then losing it at the end.
1: I mean, that's classic Lions.
0: It is classic Lions, and it's something you don't you just as a Lions fan you hope to change. Like that's that's one of the things where. If you're really going to become a good team or like try to turn around your losing history, you need to hold on to wins. You need to, you need to see games out. And that's just not what happened yep. last week. KJ Osborne with that, that long two catches in a row, I think, to end the game. Touchdown. And, uh, yeah, it's just
1: sad. It's I mean, very Bengals-esque. I mean, that's how the Bengals... Finally broke through. They stopped beating themselves. They won games by one possession. They stopped losing games. They should win. At mm-hmm. The Lions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't have that quarterback. They don't have. That's a difference. They, I mean, they have Jared Goff. He's kind of like a. He's just kind of filler quarterback. I think they're still looking potentially to draft one. Uh, we'll see what they could. Uh, he hasn't, kind looked, of pick have he hasn't
0: looked bad this year, though. I started him this week in fantasy. No. Didn't do too He's prob- lot,
1: but... He's probably around that 20 to... Maybe like 17 to 20 range, I'd rank him. Yeah, Not horrible, but... Can win you some games. Mm-hmm.
0: And then the Packers. Eric and the Packers. And, uh, and Donald. Donald Foley. Another Wisconsinite. Another, another kid another- from Milwaukee.
1: Alright, can we discuss the absolute... Former, former Packer douchebag brett farb douchebag of the week oh you i mean are... of the of the year
0: you're right you're right this is actually stealing something,
1: money though. from out of welfare checks to build a new volleyball gym at southern miss who does that i mean that's scum of the earth type, uh,
0: type I, 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 I can't wait to see what happens with that i has he said anything publicly I don't think I've seen anything come out from you him can't, or anyone no. that represents him say, about this.
1: No, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's completely verified that he was doing this, and um, I, what, I mean, what do, what do you come out and say? Sorry, sorry, guys. Yeah,
0: I guess I mean, uh, well, uh, I think this is probably going to go to the justice department uh, to some legal. Is this, infancy. is this so like
1: jail? Is this jail time stuff, or is this I mean, just
0: potentially?
1: Is he going to get out of it and just...
0: 70 mil? I mean, oh, I know this has to be jail time.
1: In Mississippi, like, it, isn't Mississippi the like the state that relies on welfare checks the most? I mean, stealing yeah, from the poor... Yeah. Uh, ugh, I don't know.
0: It's ridiculous. The whole thing's ridiculous. And actually, uh, that, that's thank you for leading into that guy, because we are handing Brett Favre the newly minted... Antonio Brown Award winner of the week. A new segment that we are bringing onto the podcast, the Antonio Brown Award, which is going to be given to, it could be anybody, real life person, any of us in the fantasy league, but someone who embodies absolute unserious, irrational, stupid behavior. Someone who, let's say, would get frostbite on their feet before the training camp starts a la Antonio Brown. Someone who would take off their jersey and their pads and throw their gloves in the stands and run onto the field, into the end zone, waving his hands during the middle of the game and just
1: retire. Uh, d- don't, don't, forget, uh, don't forget farting in his doctor's face and uh, posting it on Instagram, his Instagram story.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, there's no end to anything that Antonio Brown can do. So... Yes, the Antonio. Right. Can Brown. I can
1: I pose uh, can I pose an example for you here, gay? Absolutely. So, uh, Go ahead. so let's say someone offers a horrible, horrible trade. Could he be given the Antonio Brown award? Absolutely, is that, is Absolutely. That, So yes. we're talking uh, uh Jeremy Jeremy Barrest uh, type trade offering uh Corey Davis and Adrian Peterson for Stefan Diggs. Uh that warrant a uh, Antonio Brown award?
0: Uh yeah, something something to that nature could easily warrant the Antonio Brown Award of the week. Bring up yeah. a blast from the past from last season. Still,
1: blast from the past, but I'm still mad about it because that is bad. that is just disrespectful. It is. and the worst part is AP got cut literally the next week. So it was basically Stefan Diggs for Corey Davis straight up. Gross. Yep. Jeremy knew Gross. what he, was doing. he knew what he was I doing. I mean, wow, no words for that. Anyway, moving on. We could talk about that for.
0: Yes, we can. But for a long time. But but that is a great example of the Antonio Brown, award of the week. award of the week. So that's something new we're going to be doing. Going to try and have that every week. Uh, we'll take suggestions. Actually, maybe that's something that I'll post into the group chat, and anyone can send in any submissions that they have something fun that we can do but all right before we head into the next segment um i need to go grab my charger real quick before my computer dies so i'll be back in two seconds
1: wow this is completely unprofessional and i apologize for my uh... My co-host, Action's here.
0: All right, I'm back. Yes, it was unprofessional, unprepared by me, but...
1: It's only the second podcast.
0: Would you rather me have the podcast just drop in the middle of the episode? No, I don't think so. And a la the first episode, we're doing this one take, one take only, guys. There's no editing going on here. This is live, raw, uncut. Two guys, commissioner and the manager of the Bangkok Face Riders.
1: And that's how the Lev Bell League likes it,
0: guy. It is. It is exactly. I
1: think I mean, I'm speaking for the rest of the rest of the guys, but I know they like it. Uh, I know they like it like that. They like it raw. They like it they like it raw. Yes, exactly. Correct.
0: All right, well, I have my computer fixed. We're good to go. And jump to the, uh, actually back into the NFL real life segment um, to talk about um, the Chicago Bears, actually, of Matt Kent lore, uh, the only Bears fan. Although, Dolan, you're going to have to you're going to have to explain in the uh, group chat. Are you a Bears fan or are you a Falcons fan? Cuz I know you like the Falcons and you're in Atlanta right now. But you grew up in Chicago. So you should be a Bears fan. But I'll let you I'll let you decide. So I got the Falcons on here but the Bears.
1: <laughs> I
0: I don't have any words. They got the win.
1: They're two and one.
0: They're two and one. <laughs> but how many how many completions does Justin Fields have this year?
1: Former Buckeye Justin Fields, my my boy Justin Fields, he ain't looking too hot, really. You know, he's not looking too good. Right, I think he had ninety five passing yards. That's that's not very good. It's atrocious. they they're kind of relying on playing crap teams.
0: Eight of seventeen for one hundred and six yards against the Texans.
1: Yeah, I don't know what to say about that. I mean, that that organization is just bad all around. That offense, I mean, you get no O-line. What weapons do you have on that team? Like, Darnell Mooney, that's your your number one weapon. Dave Montgomery, middle-of-the-road running back. That's a franchise that's headed towards the bottom. Yeah. And it's not looking up.
0: No, not at all. Not at all. Although they're 2-1. Tied with the Viking, Vikings and Packers.
1: They are. Yeah. They and always somehow North. squeak out wins. I don't know how. They do it, though. The they NFC, squeak wins out.
0: NFC North is...
1: It's pretty bad this year. It is pretty bad
0: this year. I really thought the Vikings would be better than they are. They're 2-1, and one, but they've looked terrible.
1: They have not looked good. I mean, Kirk Cousins struggling yeah. to get the ball to your number one playmaker, Justin Jefferson. That team's got too many weapons to uh, have been looking this bad. I mean, you got one of the best backs in the league. Dalton Cook's done nothing. Justin Jefferson, good week one. Very below average week two and three. Adam Thielen's getting pretty old. He's kind of starting to show that age a little bit. Had a touchdown this week, but hasn't been amazing. That defense looks average at best. All right, Green, go.
0: Well, uh, I was gonna just cut it off there. This is a new segment that we're doing. Let us know if you like it. It's NFL around the world segment. We're gonna talk. Yeah, about
1: this it. this could be an hour long conversation to be honest.
0: I, I don't know if anyone's really interested in recaps from the actual games or the standings of the teams or whatnot. We had some interest in it. I just don't know if it's gonna hit. We can talk about our favorite teams and,
1: and how they we can pick like a different range. we can pick like a different division every like every episode. Talk about that division just so we're not talking about like 30 different teams. Yeah. Kind of like we I mean, we just hit on the NFC North. Pretty good. So yeah, We did. we did. All right.
0: We'll wrap that segment up and move on. And turn our attentions now towards week four of the NFL season, week four of the fantasy football season, and we'll start with a little waiver wire introduction slash no introduction because second week in a row,
1: nothing, nothing. zero,
0: there's nothing out there,
1: guys, garbage. Don't even waste your time by looking unless you are desperate for a defense or Your quarterback sucks like Matt Kent.
0: Yeah, you got your streamers. I mean, we'll go ahead and just start a quarterback. Um, Your streaming options, um, like myself, I I think I might be the only one that's streaming. Unless Matt, with Russell Wilson, wants to tough it out for another week with the uh, coaching staff over in Denver. But I don't know. But you got Marcus Mariota, Geno Smith, Tom Brady, Trevor Lawrence... Not terrible pickups. Do you like any of those guys?
1: You yeah, know, there are options. Yeah, that's about it. Trevor Lawrence, maybe. Uh, I'm not touching in any of those other guys. Gino Smith honest. taking on
0: the Lions this week.
1: Could that a- Lions defense, yeah, Lions defense is not looking great. Yeah, but
0: could be a high-scoring game.
1: Could be. Probably not. <laughs>
0: Marcus Mariota hasn't been terrible this year. He's got some rushing upside. He scored a rushing touchdown last week. Um, but yeah, I mean, I All right. So if you're Matt, if you're Matt, you have Russell Wilson on your team.
1: That's it. No well, one else should these. be looking at the waiver wires this week. Have maybe these. tight end. There's some decent tight ends. That's That's the only position aside from quarterback that has like maybe like if you're Desperate for a tight end. That's not doing anything.
0: All right, let me ask you a question. You're Matt. You got Russell Wilson, quarterback. You start Russell Wilson taking on the Las Vegas Raiders? Yep. Or do you start Marcus Mariota against the Cleveland Browns? What would you take?
1: Maybe without uh, Miles Garrett, who was flipped a car yesterday. So hopefully he's okay. Um, but I think I'd still go with Wilson. He sucked. I-, I maybe give him one more shot. And if he lays another egg, uh, he's got to go. But I mean, Mar- I'm just, I'm not a Marcus Mariota guy. Like, yeah, he's I mean- been okay this year.
0: Like we said, there's just not not much out there. There's just not much. You just don't know what you're going to get with these guys. Um, So, I mean, everyone's basically got a QB wrapped up, except me and Matt. Um, So we'll see tomorrow. Um, We're recording this Tuesday night. You know, waivers will run again. Um, And actually, this is something that we might might axe this segment moving forward, um, or we might keep it included, depending on when we record and drop podcasts every week. Um, if you guys like it, we can keep it. Let us know. Uh, if we record on maybe a Monday night, uh, we drop the podcast on a Tuesday. It might be helpful for the waiver wire going into Tuesday night. Or if we record on Wednesdays uh, and drop the pod on Thursday, we can review the waiver wire pickups for the week. Which might be a more helpful segment or more um, entertaining uh, than this Our speculation. But if you like our speculation, then that's great. Let us know because uh, there's honestly not. (laughs) It's all it's all just nonsense because there's there's no running backs either. It's Raheem Mostert again for the second straight week, top of the Craig Craig Reynolds uh... running back waiver wire. (laughs) Craig Reynolds only because uh,
1: Dan Campbell's comments.
0: No, Dan Campbell's comments this week saying. It might benefit DeAndre Swift if he is out for two weeks. So he'll be the backup to Jamal Williams, who um, Donald, with a nice five-head play, uh, already has on his bench as the handcuff to DeAndre Swift. Um,
1: Could be an option if you're desperate. I don't um, know how desperate people are yet. Yeah, but, I mean,
0: all the other guys on here, Jarek McKinnon, Mark Ingram, can't gain well. you don't pick any of these guys up. No, don't so touch those dudes. Behind. Yeah, gross. All right, receivers. DJ Chark, still here. Didn't get picked up. Not going to get picked up.
1: His yeah, Zay hot take. He's probably going to be here next week too.
0: Zay Jones, second receiver on the list. He's probably the most interesting out of anybody just because the Jags have looked decent. He uh, finally scored a touchdown last week and got some big points, um, but probably just a, a one-hit week for him as well. Robbie Anderson was that in week one, and you've seen what happened the last two weeks. He's got 2.7 and 1.9, so Robert Wood's still on here? You like?
1: He him? is, yeah. Yeah, not really. I thought I'd inclined to take more of a risk on Marvin Jones, who's... Probably got the best quarterback of the uh of the waiver waiver, waiver wire receivers this week. Uh caught touchdown this week. Yeah, the Jags. Been decent in the past. He could be decent. Probably not though. Zay <laughs> Jones.
0: Marvin Jones Jr. Probably your two best options. Isaiah McKenzie on here actually kinda interests me. Nine targets, seven catches against Miami this week scored a touchdown, scored a touchdown week one. He didn't get too many targets first two weeks, got a lot this week, but uh, he's more of a dart throw kind of pickup if you need somebody.
1: Uh, what about Ben Skoranek, white receiver on the L.A. Rams? Yeah, come on. Come
0: on, you know Matty Stafford
1: loves An option. receivers. An He does. You know, he'll get targets. Another dart. He'll, he'll get more targets than Allen Robinson, that's for sure.
0: Very well, good. Very well, could Greg Dortch still on here for the Cardinals? Which is hilarious. It, the Cardinals are hilarious. The fact that Greg Dortch is fantasy relevant right now. Honestly, he might be an underrated pickup. Nine targets, four targets, ten targets. The last three. Weeks. An option
1: that uh, until it. probably DeAndre Hopkins comes back.
0: Yeah, a couple more weeks. So couple be a couple more weeks. I don't know, I'll venture to say maybe maybe one or two receivers get picked up tomorrow morning. I, I'm not sure if anyone needs one or not, but I would say at most one or two receivers, even worth picking up. And then at tight end, the ultimate dart throw is the tight end position, unless you have those top three guys, Kelsey, Andrews, Pitts, sort of. Um, but David Njoku tops the list. Tops the list. Jacoby Myers or not Jacoby Myers, uh, Jacoby Brissett seems to like David Njoku. I had ten targets last week and a touchdown against Pittsburgh. Um,
1: intriguing option if you need a tight end. Yeah, Someone dude. who got big money this offseason season for a tight end, so you know they're probably going to be at least game planning for him a little bit more so than just like Tyler Conklin on the New York Jets, who caught a couple t- couple passes this week. But Njoku's, uh, I mean, risk, high risk, high reward type guy. You know, a guy reward that I, type I guy.
0: actually kind of want to bring up here. It's Will Disley. They <laughs> old Will Disley out of Seattle. Caught a touchdown I mean, week one, caught a touchdown last week. He's only gotten three targets each game. Two targets week two. But he's got two touchdowns.
1: It seems fluky to me.
0: Seems fluky, but I don't know if Gino's looking for him in the end zone, in the red zone. <laughs> he could be a dart throw again, but I don't know if anyone actually needs a tight end. Uh, all these, I would bet money that all these guys are still going to be here next week as well.
1: Maybe Al Rutherford when he trades me. Mark Andrews. We'll need one. Maybe.
0: Maybe. I don't foresee that happening, but maybe. We'll see. And then defenses. If you're streaming defenses, um, got the Chargers against the Texans this week. That's probably your best bet. Or the Steelers against the Jets, because uh, you never know what elite Joe Flacco can do. You really don't.
1: Zach Wilson could be coming back. Robert Salas said he's the guy when he's healthy. So we might not see many more weeks of Joe Flacco, unfortunately.
0: That would be sad. I love seeing him out there.
1: That would be sad. End of an era. For sure. It really is.
0: All right, so that's the the waiver wire this week. I'll do actually a little uh, rundown on the fab that everybody has in the league up to this point through week three. Alex... We're just going to go in order that I have it on my phone here. Alex, Taylor made has $984 left. Matt Kent, $850. Put it in reverse, Terry, myself, $931. Zach, you have $947. Jeremy is $920. Dolan is $640. He spent a lot of money on Fab these last couple weeks. Jared, $831. Donald, $900 flat. Eric you have 883, Pap is you have 850. And all that is viewable on the app or online if you want to see how much money everybody has left. Um, so yeah. Again, want to encourage trades too. It's only week 3, but as we kind of mentioned, running backs, running backs are a premium this year. There's really just not even any running back you can count on every week. Nick Chubb, no. I suppose.
1: I mean, people are going to be hanging on those RBs because if, if one goes down, you're screwed because there's nothing. You can't pick one up because basically all the backups are already picked up. Yep. Slim pickings, and point. it's going to be.
0: Case in point I'm myself.
1: Picking.
0: Got Zeke and Damian Pierce both scoring this week, finally. So that's exciting for me. Devin Singletary putting up a couple points, but there's there's no one uh, it's it's tough it's tough out here in this in the trade streets for running backs it's a wide receiver league this year the nfl is a wide receiver passing league uh now kind of moving forward so it'd be interesting to see what that does to fantasy football in the years to come if more receivers are taken earlier because uh those big fantasy value draft picks at running back in the first two rounds just Have not lived up to it through three weeks.
1: Not hitting. Mm -hmm. Not hitting.
0: Not at all. All right, and now let's move into the week four preview. As we look ahead at the matchups for this week, we'll run through each matchup. We'll talk about the uh, point scoring line. They might be a little messed up because um, not everybody has their lineup set, but we'll still run through them. And uh, give our thoughts So let's go ahead Take a look First matchup We can talk about Cooking up an ET Dubs Versus Team Foley Jeremy and Donald Taking each other on Currently Jeremy By 6.5 uh, 119 projected for Jeremy 113 projected for Donald Again, on paper, two solid-looking teams. Donald, I see you have Russell Gage back in the flex position. Good job, buddy. <laughs> I'm sure he's going to goose egg you this week. Jeremy, starting Amari Cooper, tentatively, currently in the roster. What's a good matchup, honestly. If Dalvin Cook plays. you are taking on Jamal Williams, even if he doesn't. Jeremy has Alexander Madison as the handcuff. Um, So he's kind of set there for running backs.
1: I'm liking this, uh, I'm liking the Jeremy line here. I'm looking at his team. It's looking, I like it. Curtis Samuel was a great pickup. One of the few uh, waiver wire pickups that's, that's hit. I mean, he's solid.
0: Yeah, you see, he got signed signed last year. The commanders didn't play, had a groin injury. He's finally back making contributions and, Carson Wentz has three receivers to throw the ball to, and they they couldn't score last week against the Eagles. But but you start him; he's been really good this year, really really good this year. Same with Amari Cooper. Uh, all of Jeremy's receivers looking
1: pretty. AJ good Brown, there. yeah. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts really uh really looking good, and good, he's
0: it's a good receiver matchup between these two guys. You've got Cooper Cup, Drake London, Brandon Cooks. For Donald. I like all those guys. Drake Lennon having a really good season. Might be that elite crop of receivers from the draft this year. Potentially being a good keeper for Donald next season. All right, moving on to the next matchup of the week. Albino Polar Bears, Matt Kent taking on hunting chubbs of Dolan Hunt, who has won two in a row so that's also awesome. oh you're right you, beat you got beat by the week. Bangkok face writers I'm sorry yes. about that okay. I'm putting up putting up big scores last week though i'm putting up the highest score again this week hunting chubbs and gets keenan allen back
1: and yeah, that's big. It's pretty big that's very big because his receivers are quite thin
0: he's still starting julio jones in his roster i don't think he's even i don't know if he's gonna play this week um Julio has a knee injury, hasn't been practicing well in the last two weeks.
1: So. Tom Brady also not looking great. So that's kind of a risky play. We'll see how it pays off.
0: It is, but um I mean his only other options at, at receiver are Allen Robinson, Tyler Boyd, Thursday night game against Miami, that'll be tough for the Bengals, and Josh Palmer. And with Keenan Allen back, I don't think Josh Palmer's gonna have much of a much of a role in this game, so maybe Jeremy or not Jeremy Dolan might be one to look for uh, the waiver wires this week for a receiver.
1: Hey, you might be start. looking for a trade. I got plenty on the bench this is true. that are very playable.
0: Yeah, you're welcome for this little free airtime to get your uh, <laughs> get your trade wants out there, guy. But uh, on this line, we got Dolan by five point six points. Projected one twelve to Matt Kent's one hundred six point six. Matt's got a solid team, but again, Russell Wilson's scaring me. He's starting Brees Hall. He's starting a reminder Stevenson both at flex.
1: Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking Dolan here until Matt until Matt proves he can score like more than a hundred and five points.
0: Yeah, man, you've gotten uh, you've gotten a little lucky the last couple of weeks. Couldn't do it this week against Chase Jam, but. Gonna need to start scoring. Gonna need these guys to start producing. Gabe Davis, Aaron Jones. You need your running backs. You need Russell. It's the top half of that lineup, really. It's gonna need to put in some work for you. All right. Next matchup. Maybe the matchup of the week. Uh, Waddle down to Lambeau. Eric Egan taking on Chase Jan, Michael Pappas. Two high powered offenses. Really good receiving cores on both sides here. Jamar Chase, Marquise Brown, Stephon Diggs for Chase Jam. Devontae Adams, Jalen Waddle, C.D. Lamb for Waddle down to Lambeau. Give me your thoughts, guy. What do you think about this matchup?
1: Two really solid teams. Two really, really good receiving cores. I thought Devontae Adams might be the X Factor here. He's, he's scoring touchdowns. He's not getting a lot of receptions. I'm pretty bet he's frustrated with that. So if he can have a breakout game, score 20, 20 points, or you used to seeing for him. Could be tough. Could be tough for uh, Eric to lose that one. Also, Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. That could be a matchup to watch. Both really good quarterbacks. See who wins that battle.
0: Very good matchup. And actually, you know what? Let's go ahead and make this our our game of the week, folks. This is going to be our game of the week. We're going to go in-depth on this. Because we got Josh Allen taking on the Baltimore Ravens, Baltimore Ravens secondary,
1: who yeah, have been you saw torched. A, you saw a Tua, you saw Tua really, really lit them up. Yeah, so that could be concerning.
0: It could be very concerning if 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 all the uh, Bills receivers recover from the heat in Miami, Josh Allen and and the receivers could have a field day this week against that Ravens
1: secondary. You also, I mean, you also have Diggs kind of negating if, some of that from Josh Allen. On. This is cuz uh, yeah, it's uh if Josh Allen has a big day, Stefan Diggs is having a big day.
0: Yeah. It's quite possible. That could be a nice that is a nice little wrinkle thrown in there. Offsetting scores almost uh, between those two guys because you know that Stefan's probably going to catch those touchdowns from Josh. Yep. And on the other side of the the ball for Chase Jam at the quarterback position Pat Mahomes, we all know what he can do is taking on Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who have a stout defense. And the Chiefs coming off of a loss, a shock loss, to the 0 and, we're 0 and 2 Indianapolis Colts.
1: And they were 0-1-1. 0-1-1,
0: I'm sorry. Oh, the tie. The tie. The tie against the Texans. The, oh, my lord. The
1: Texans, you know, week one. Disgusting.
0: Yeah. But that, that'll that be a really good matchup. QB on QB, two of the elites, two guys that met in the AFC playoffs uh last year with pat mahomes winning in overtime everyone knows what happens there so uh that'll be great going head-to-head in fantasy this week and then at the running backs positions joe mixon versus james robinson james robinson guy
1: steal the draft he's looking i mean obviously the offense has been solid i mean he's Clearly, the lead back, Travis Etienne, is not getting the same amount of work he's getting. And he's looked really good coming off an Achilles injury, yeah. which is not it's, even a year. He hasn't, it hasn't even been a year year yeah. yet. He's like explosive. insane. He scored three, he's,
0: three straight games, he scored every game this year.
1: I mean, you got to give that. Feed him. Jaguars trainer, training staff, large raise to be able to get him turned around this quick. Yep. Incredible stuff.
0: Absolutely. And then on the other side of that matchup is Joe Mixon Joe Mixon for the Bengals Who despite the Bengals Putting up points last week Against the Jets Only scored 5.3 12 rushes, 24 yards Didn't find the end zone um, Actually came out of that game Didn't play really in the fourth quarter uh, With a little bit of an ankle injury Zach Taylor setting Saying that he was okay, good to go For Thursday night Against the Dolphins, and the Dolphins, who have a a pretty good defense, led by Melvin Ingram. Um, So it'll be interesting to see how the Bengals utilize him this week on the ground or through the air. So that'll be a great matchup between Robinson and Mixon. And then in that second running back spot, A.J. Dillon versus Antonio Gibson. Which, honestly, I could see his toss-up.
1: Toss-up, yeah. I mean, like the... You like the goal line touches from Dylan, uh, the touchdown potential. Uh, Gibson's been solid though this year. I mean, he's getting involved in the passing game. Uh, he's scoring touchdowns. Uh, might give the might give the edge to to Gibson. Here.
0: Yep, and then moving to the receivers, like we touched on a minute ago, Devonte Adams, Stephon Diggs, two of the elites in the NFL. Devontae a little frustrated as he's moved to Las Vegas this year, connecting with his old college quarterback, Derek Carr. He's found the end zone, but he just can't get the yards, can't get the receptions. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how you don't utilize Devontae Adams more. Uh, Matt Rollins getting like 160 yards receiving last week. And Devontae getting 36 yards, 12 the week before. I mean... It's got to change. It's got to change, especially if he wants to outscore Stephon Diggs. And then in that second receiving matchup, Jalen Waddle versus Marquise Brown. This this might actually, well, I'm not gonna say it's better than that first one, but Jalen Waddle looking really good for the Dolphins. Again, looking really good Thursday going night,
1: going against game. a tough defense in yeah. Cincinnati. Thursday night. But uh, who's going to be on him? Uh, maybe gonna be Eli maybe Apple? no. T- oh, well, apparently Tyreek Hill is. <laughs> he called out Eli Apple, so you know Eli Apple's pride. Well, he'll, he'll want to guard uh, Tyreek, thought I won't be able to, so I'm expecting a large night from Tyreek Hill on my team. But, I mean, is two going to play? That's a good question. He's, question. He's questionable.
0: That will impact this performance. Uh, I couldn't even tell you the backup in Miami. Uh, but, yeah, Tua, if Tua doesn't play, Eric might be a little bit worried about Jalen Waddell. He's a reception machine, um, so he can get maybe some – run some more closer to the line of scrimmage routes uh, get you some receptions. But, man, yeah, that's, a, that's actually a great question because Marquise Brown on the other side has got Kyler Murray, his college quarterback, with him. Kyler's come out, giving him targets each week, growing each week. 14 for 17 and 140 against the Rams last week. So you know the Panthers. So Marquise could be in for another big week. Which I might give. I might give the edge to Marquise Brown in this one.
1: If two doesn't play, yeah, obviously give it to Marquise Brown. I like. I still like Jalen Waddle here though. A lot of big play potential. It's going to be a good matchup.
0: And then Robert Tunyon and George Kittle at the tight end positions. Uh, You know, this can just be a toss-up. George Kittle finally playing last week. First game of the season for him. Uh, So I don't know how much you can really lean or gauge from that performance. Uh, Four catches, five targets, 28 yards. You don't really know how he's going to get utilized with Jimmy G. It's his first game of the season, um, so he could be in for some more some more work. But Robert Tunyon six catches, thirty seven yards from Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers, yeah, he's like he likes him, he him likes in, the in the red
1: zone. Yeah. He likes him in the red zone. So there's that touchdown threat. I mean, I I think I like Tunyon here. I mean, Kittle hasn't hasn't played much this year, and that 49ers offense looks abysmal with Jimmy G. Yeah. So I, I'm not like telling here.
0: Yes, indeed. And then moving on to the flex, CD Lamb, who's finally scoring points this Monday night uh, versus Clyde Edwards. Hilaire, that first flex spot. Pretty good matchup, Clyde. Uh, coming off three straight, strong performances uh, fantasy-wise. His usage has been down, but if he can find the end zone and and get some work. Uh, he could put up enough points to try and challenge C.D. Lamb and Cooper Rush, who are taking on the Washington defense, who have looked absolutely terrible, uh, especially against receivers this year. So, And then in the second flex spot, Jerry, Judy, Jamar Chase, and... I don't think we need to say anything here. Jamar Chase. I mean, Jamar Chase. I mean, Jamar Chase... I mean, Jamar Chase. In your flex position, I know he would, he should be in the wide receiver spot, but Marquise Brown or Jamar Chase in your flex position, it's it, like I said last week, it's just not fair,
1: not fair. Not
0: I mean, fair. yeah, it's really not. So,
1: I mean, every time the Bengals get in the red zone, they're scheming a plays to get Chase a touchdown, and I don't know if the Broncos can support two receivers, and I think it's clear that Corland Sutton's been. The preferred target, even though Judy did miss a game. But, yeah, you give a strong edge to Jamar Chase here.
0: I would as well. And then finally, to round it out, the defenses: Green Bay defense taking on the New England Patriots with Mac Jones out. Um, and then Dallas defense versus the Washington Commanders and Carson Wentz. Uh, that could really just be a toss-up. Like defenses go, you just never really know what's going to happen. Uh, it's kind of just a crapshoot. So, this is going to be a high-scoring week, high-scoring matchup. That's why it's the matchup of the week, game of the week. I'm excited for this one. I'm jealous of the players that are on these two teams. If I'm, if I'm being honest extremely jealous, <laughs> um, I don't think we ran through the line. It's it's uh, Chase Jam minus four. Oh, that's close. I might take it. Simply due to the fact that Devontae hasn't produced, and uh, don't know if Tua is going to play for Jalen Waddle.
1: Yep, I tend to agree there. I think I think Chase Jam scoring in the area of one thirty this week. Yeah, I think Jamar Chase is going to have a large game. Maybe Joe Mixon gets going on Thursday night. We will see. You never know with Zach Taylor. Yeah. Calling plays. You
0: never know. Chase Jam trying to move to four and zero. Oh, see if Waddle down the Lambo can stop them. All right, and then next matchup Amon Ra, the sun god, Jared Miller taking on Bangkok Face Riders. Your team, Zach. Um, you are favored. Three and a half points.
1: I am. I switched the lineup a little bit uh, this week, put Devontae Smith in there. Hoping Jalen Hurts can still uh, feed him a little bit. I mean, not nine and 11 targets the past two weeks. Um do know I mean, about David Montgomery. Could be hurt. Yeah. Cordell yeah. Patterson will probably be sliding in there. Maybe James Conner, who's also been banged up. We will see.
0: Yeah, those are nice pivots. You got some trade can you got some trade candidates in here too, guy? You might have one of the deeper rosters in the league, um, with guys on your bench who could easily fit into a starting lineup. got Chris Olave you're starting this week again with Michael Thomas going out injured last week you're deep got a deep yep. team it's very nice And on the other side Jared uh, again f- finding ways to win is Amon Ra the Sun God Jared Miller but Amin Ra hurt questionable this week has that ankle injury had, was taped up came back into the game Didn't break the record for uh, games, consecutive games with eight or more catches. Only went six of nine, um, but still had a strong game. Uh, Jared, you're going to need him. (laughs) You're going to need him to be healthy if you want any chance in this matchup, I think. You got a banged up Justin Herbert.
1: This is a banged up roster. I mean, you got Herbert banged up. Harris has been banged up all year. Hummin Ra camara has been banged up. They've been playing through it, but...
0: Jacobs was sick last week, played through his sickness. And then you got... Well, he's got Khalil Herbert on the bench. He does. This is a... This could be an ironic matchup if, if David Montgomery's not good to go and you got to slide Cordero in and Jared gets to start his replacement in Khalil Herbert, taking on the New York Giants. Who allowed Ezekiel Elliott to finally reach the end zone last night, and Tony Pollard to rush for over 100 yards? So, Jared, I think you're praying that uh, Montgomery is out this week. Actually, might give you a better chance. Christian Kirk still playing? Actually, let's talk about DJ Moore too for a second. DJ Moore, I mean, wide receiver been... number one, Carolina Panthers, week one. Six targets, three catches, 43 yards. Week two, six targets, three catches, 43 yards. Found the end zone. Saved to stay. 11.8 points. Last week against the Saints, six targets, one catch, two yards. What's going on? I mean,
1: I, he's on the Panthers. There's no one on the Panthers that's putting. I mean, Christian McCaffrey, he's been okay, but I mean, dude, Matt Rule. Right, that's who I'm blaming. Matt Rule. That DJ Moore's not playing, and you got to blame Baker maybe a little, a little bit. But that's it, it's cool. just a, it's just a bad no offensive game plan. I don't know what they're, they want. Didn't they win? They won this week. They did. I don't know what they're doing over there, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bit concerning. That DJ Moore it is. Been unplayable yeah. for someone who's been so reliable in the past.
0: And finally, thinking that he had a better quarterback coming into the season, and Baker is just...
1: Uh, Sam Darnold 2.0. Yeah.
0: Is, is Sam Darnold better in this team, in this system for match-out rule? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that might be no. an advantage uh, no. to say. But They're just I mean, both bad. It's not been good it's not been good it's it's I, I don't even think it's watchable they don't even show them on
1: red zone it, it's so. disgusting what they're doing with christian mccaffrey i i don't understand people I, absolutely the, the the best part of his game is his receiving ability just absolutely no i mean they don't design anything up for him in the receiving game and it makes no sense i i don't know why you're not using your most explosive weapon in the receiving game you're just handing him up for hot, hot dives
0: five targets, five targets, four targets the last three weeks. 20, and 25
1: 80% teams. of those are like screen passes.
0: Mm-hmm. Just interesting, questionable coaching. Really around the NFL this season.
1: I mean, Matt Roll should have been fired last year. He's got the hottest seat in the NFL, and I would be utterly shocked if he's still the head coach come next up next off season.
0: It's a long way to go, but it's uh, it's not promising. All right, and then last matchup of the week, put it in reverse: Terry versus Taylor Made, Alex Rutherford versus myself. Uh, I'm favored by two and a half. Uh, I don't like that at all. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think uh, this is an interesting matchup. Uh, two bad teams. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Taylor May does have Mike Evans back from suspension after he shoved Marshawn Lattimore into the ground.
0: Still starting to uh, see how the Seahawks wide receivers.
1: That makes no sense. It worked for him this week. Will it work for him again?
0: And then uh, it might come down to is, uh, is Jonathan Taylor back this week, taking on the Tennessee Titans. Two elite running backs, Derrick Henry Jonathan Taylor, facing off against each other. Derrick Henry finding himself last week. Jonathan Taylor still struggling after a really good week one for him with 161 yards and a touchdown, but hasn't found it. I don't know. The- I think it Matt- honestly,
1: depends if the Colts don't get behind so much and they have to keep passing. And Matt Ryan throwing it to the other team. I think that's been the issue. And uh, Taylor just hasn't been getting carries. Yeah, I
0: really think that's what it's going to come down to. That and Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins kind of working out what the hell's going on there. So as long as Adam Thielen, who Alex, is starting at flex this week.
1: Jefferson uh, going against a really good corner Marshawn Lattimore. Uh, Went against Jair
0: Alexander week one against the Packers. Did really well. Went against Darius Slay week two.
1: Jeff Uh, Okuda. Darius Slay's an eagle now.
0: Yeah, yeah. He, that, I'm saying week two. Oh, you're right. Week you're, week right you're right. You're
1: right. Yep. Did not do too much. Had Kuda. some bad
0: passes thrown to him. Was targeted a lot. But then last week, uh, Jeff Okuda and the Lions really shut him down. Um, again, I didn't get to watch that game, so I don't really know what happened. Six targets, three catches, fourteen yards. <laughs> Had an average depth of target of two point nine yards. So that's just not throwing the ball down the field. Not running. Not running sets for him. I. I Don't know why not, especially after that first week against the Packers. But I would love if Kevin O'Connell could do something about that and turn that around for me. Um, Other than that, I really like my team. Besides my Travis
1: Kelsey, been really consistent for you.
0: Yeah, Travis T. Higgins is. uh, T. Higgins got that dog in him, dude. He's got that dog in him. Him and Jamar Chase in, in Cincinnati. Joey B can keep throwing the ball. If Zach Taylor can actually run some uh, exciting downfield plays, T Higgins, I, I love for the rest of the season.
1: Extremely, extremely large ask there, guy.
0: I know it is, but since, since week one with that concussion, T has been really, really good. Uh, found the end zone last week. Didn't this week against the Jets, even though he should have. He actually did, but not a catch, apparently. Uh, but I'm confident there. Starting Devin Singletary in my second flex spot this week, which is risky as all hell. But uh, don't love my other options on the bench. Really hoping Chris Godwin comes back soon for, for the Bucs uh, to give Tom Brady some passing options. It would be really, really nice and it would help save my season. Damian Pierce finally finding the end zone, first NFL touchdown last week too against the Bears. As the Chargers this week, uh, Chargers have a better defense than the Bears, but Bosa is hurt, and I don't think he's gonna play. Uh, so that line's a little banged up. Laramie Tunsil has been amazing for the Texans on the O line this year, so I'm hoping, hoping against hope, Damian Pierce finding his footing. Lovey Smith has been giving him more work after week one, sharing it with Rex Burkhead. Got 20 carries last week for 80 yards. Had two catches, 21 yards. So, I mean, I think I'm just talking myself down a rabbit <laughs> here because I really just need running backs. And he's we my will only see. shot.
1: But, yeah. We will he is see. your only shot. We will see. I, I do think I like uh you, too. To win this week, I think Taylor TaylorMade's got an absolute garbage roster. And I think uh, he's got horrible receivers that are had decent weeks against me somehow that are going to go back to their their normal self. And uh, I'm predicting Taylor TaylorMade to score something like 92 points this week.
0: That'd be great. I'd love that. I'm actually interested in Kelsey versus Andrews this week.
1: Yep. Tight Best two tight ends in the game. Yeah, yep. we'll
0: see what happens there. Oh, man. Chiefs playing the Bucks, Ravens playing the Bills. That's going to be... Those are two tough defenses. Two, two really tough matchups. Games, so yep. I, guess we'll Too
1: t- I mean... Find we'll find out who's
0: got it in them this week. Um, yeah. All right. So that's our previews for week four. Um, and that's kind of all we got for segments this week. Uh, like I mentioned at the beginning... If anyone has any suggestions for anything else they'd like to hear, um, again, feel free. Please let us know. We'd love to do more. This is almost like podcast one again because this is the first time I've had a host. First time, my second time ever doing a podcast. Second time ever hosting a podcast. First time having somebody on with me to do it. Zach's first time ever on a podcast. Isn't that right?
1: It is, yes. And if you hated me, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll try to improve.
0: <laughs> yeah, you But settled.
1: if I was so, if I was unbearable, uh, I guess I'll go fuck myself. All right. And not, and not be on next week's episode. But I don't think I did that bad. No, you Maybe s- I was.
0: You settled in well. You settled in well. I don't think, uh. Maybe some maybe some people will be critical and harsh this week.
1: I mean that's probably true looking at who's in the league.
0: Yeah. But uh no, I didn't think it's he expected. Did, don't think you did too bad guy. Glad to have you on, glad to have someone I can talk to, glad to have someone who can help fill the fill the space when I'm trying to read through what I want to do next. We had notes this week. We had notes. We had a structure. We didn't follow it exactly, but again still just for the most part we did yeah we'll only get better it's the first time working off of each other first time we've ever done something like this uh together um hoping the audio is still crisp uh as jared put it last week we are doing this on a microsoft teams call and just uh recording the audio so hopefully zach is sounding good he bought a mic this week uh we're put we're putting in that effort for you guys. It is to get this podcast. So they should out. be
1: appreciative. I mean, we're we're providing content we for are. free.
0: We are, and it might be shit content, you know. It might be, but it's content. It's content. It's it's content. It is food for your ears. Something you don't get anywhere else. This is personalized something, content. Something to
1: listen to while you're enjoying your workday,
0: or not enjoying your workday, and you want to escape Pro- from it. Correct but maybe escape into an even shittier form of entertainment. Of <laughs>
1: it might, talking. it might make your work day even worse.
0: Yeah. And if it does, great. That's what I want. <laughs> That's just the goal. Fuck all of you. But, uh, but yeah. So let us know. And, um, moving forward, we also, I- I'm just really excited about this. And I think you are too, because you, you asked to, to jump in and, and be a co-host here this week. And um, I think moving forward, we can look into doing more pods. Um, we'll do this one every week uh, to do you know the recaps and then the forecasts looking forward. Um, but you know if there's other hot topics that you guys want to talk about. We could drop smaller, shorter pods during the weekend or another time during the week.
1: Emergency pods after trades.
0: Yeah, emergency pods. Um, maybe we could do a live podcast stream one night against uh, during like the, the NFL Sunday Night Football game. Or maybe we could do a live in-person show uh, at someone's house um, with Red Zone on. That would be pretty fun. Um, you know, any, anything. We could do a History of the League podcast that we could drop. You know, we got some ideas. Um. And we're just super excited about it. And yeah, it's only episode number two. It's week three. I guess it's week four. The week three just ended of the NFL season. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. I want other people to call in too. Actually, you know what? That's another thing I'm going to put into the, into the group chat. We can have a mailbag section. You know, ask questions. Ask questions about not even just fantasy football, but about each other. <laughs> Our personal lives, lives, tell all, about weddings, about girlfriends, about single people, (laughs) about pets,
1: about Uh, craziest Alex Rutherford story.
0: Crazy ass stories, college stories. uh,
1: Yeah, it doesn't have to be just football. Oh, God. I want, some Eric, I want some Eric Egan high school stories. That would be a good pod.
0: Eric Egan has written a book. Eric, I don't know if you want to plug that. You can find it on Amazon. I don't know if you still can. I got a signed copy. You know, there's all these little nuggets, all these things you might not know about each other. And all this shit that we can talk. So, mailbag. Write in. Ask questions. I have comments. I could have a whole section where I just read people's comments throughout the whole week you know we can get <laughs> there's there's so much we could do it could be so toxic it could be uh, so we unservice. should
1: have a we should have a roast where everyone just comes in and 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 just roasts us the co-hosts sure. yes that would be great. that would be fun
0: everyone records something we could mash it all together put it up whatever you want this is for you guys this isn't i mean this is my baby that i started but it's for the league it's whatever you guys want we'll do so, yeah, that's kind of all I got, guys. Is there anything you want to say?
1: Nope. I think we covered it all. This is a long pod, so yeah, hour twenty. Hopefully, minutes. everyone is uh, still listening. If you, I mean, maybe some fast thank you. going on. I mean, they truly like us enough they'll listen to will listen to us talk. But then again, that's assuming they like us.
0: That's true. That's that's it's a big if.
1: Big big if. big big if, big
0: if. But yeah, all right. I think that's gonna do it for episode number two. Um. Yeah. 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 I got I got nothing else. So got
1: nothing else. Cheers, everyone.
0: Cheers, everybody. Um. I hope I wish all of you shit luck in this week coming forward. I hope none of you. No, nah, I'm not gonna say. I, I'm not gonna say that. I was gonna wish for injuries, but I'm just not gonna do that. That's that's just too mean. Yeah, but, we don't go there on this pod. Uh, we we don't go there. So. So uh, yeah. Um. I'm trying to get some audio to come up here on my computer before we head out. And It's not working, which is disappointing. We had a little outro music for you that isn't coming up because my internet has decided to stop working.
1: They may need to wait till next week to hear it again.
0: They might, even though I really want to play this. (laughs) Stupid, stupid Spotify. All right, you know what? Let's just end it there. All right, for me the commish. For Bangkok Base Riders, Zach Roberts. Signing out. Goodbye.
1: <laughs> now you get it to come one guy. So.